Good morning, everybody. My name is Father Blood. Uh, my normal job is I'm the assistant principal and spiritual director at San Edward High School. Uh, but Monsignor asked me to come this weekend and share a little bit about one of my side gigs. I'm on the diocesan vocation team, so I support Father Jack Reichert in trying to walk with young men and women who are trying to discern their vocation. But I think it's an important message for all of us because the Lord desires to communicate with us. He desires to share his plan for our lives in a daily way. I joined the seminary right out of high school. I was 18, and I was shipped out to the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, and then I did four years in Minnesota, and I spent eight years dreaming about the priesthood, sitting in class, barely passing Greek, uh, just waiting for the finish line of being with God's people. I was ordained in 2019 and assigned to a large parish in Rockford. And I talked to my pastor for the first time and he said, I have two weeks of military training this summer and it's your first two weeks, so good luck. <laughs> Showed up to the parish, we had nine nursing homes in our boundaries, two hospitals, a bunch of masses on the weekends, and I was a very green priest by himself. And I'll tell you, after those two weeks, Countless individuals who were in my office with struggling marriages or mental health struggles, the, the sick calls to the bedside of somebody dying. After two weeks, I realized I couldn't do it. I didn't have it in me. And I'm so grateful that I hit that crossroads so early in my priesthood because it's in those moments where you have a decision to make. You either try to grab life by the horns and, and figure it out yourself or you're honest that you can't do it. And I couldn't. But it was in that place of vulnerability where I realized God could. Christ has shown us by his life that it's a life laid down that's worth living. And this is true of every vocation. I do prep for young couples who are about to be married and they tell me about their matching napkins and all the little things they're excited about and I love it. I don't burst their bubble, but it doesn't take long to realize that he doesn't pick up his towel ever. That might seem small, but little resentments build up. Same is true, a young family experiences the loss of a job or a family member gets sick and you start to realize I don't have the steam I need to fulfill my vocational call. I have to rely on somebody. Samuel heard the voice of God, but it wasn't until he was coached by Eli that he realized who it was. If I took a poll in this parish and asked, do you want more priests? Everybody wants more priests. We want young, vibrant priests. We want enough that they have time after Mass to greet and love my family. I want enough priests that if my grandma's dying, I can make a phone call and Father will be at the hospital in three minutes. We want more priests. But if that's true, you have to start putting some skin in the game. Priests are not hatched out of eggs. my experience working with the vocation team, there are some families who are very supportive of, of young men discerning the priesthood. There are a lot of families who say, yeah, I want more priests, but not my son, not my grandson. 
It's from our families, our youth ministry program, where the church can find life. I want to invite us today to pray. To really pray. Especially during the, during the Eucharistic sacrifice. That young men from this parish would hear the voice of God and be supported by all of us to know when they've heard it. Pray for all of our, our vocations that we might have the humility to recognize when we can't do it. I wish my vocational pitch was, well, the health benefits are amazing. You might get a day off every week. But I don't think that's helpful. I think it's more helpful to be honest. This life lived alone will break you. And I think that's true of any vocation. If we try to do it ourselves, we will always fail. I can't. God can. So we have to let him.